You are listening to the Journey Christian Church Podcast. For more information and resources, visit us online at journeycc.net. Today's message is brought to you by Scott McFarland. We hope you enjoy. Hey, good morning. Wow, this is a picture right here. This is a picture. I'm, in fact, you know what? Let's take a picture. How about that? Everybody stand up. Let me see your shirts, everybody. Let's see if I can get, oh, I can't even get in everybody in here. This is awesome. That's awesome. One, two, three, I love my neighbor. One, two, three. That's awesome. Very good. You can be seated. Bill White is the pastor here in Paramount, California. He wrote this story. I wrote, I've saved it for today as we deal with, as we do our Love Our Neighbor project. It says, he says, it was one of those evenings when everything went wrong. The kids were cranky as I was making dinner. I gave them some hot chocolate to tide them over. Timothy, who is five, decided to throw his marshmallows at his little sister, knocking her chocolate all over her. As she began screaming, the phone rang, and I foolishly answered it. And the doorbell rang, and I foolishly answered that, with my phone to one ear and screaming kids in the background. And I returned to the kitchen and hollered at Timothy and promptly had two children cry. Anybody been there before? Okay. As dinner began to burn and I deposited my daughter in the bath, I loudly announced that I'm so angry. Diana's heard me say that. I'm so angry. So I declared I was putting myself in a timeout. I closed the door, none too gently, and tried to get dinner to be the only thing simmering in the kitchen. Everything changed about ten minutes later when I caught sight of a yellow piece of paper that slid under the kitchen door. He said, in an unsteady hand of a kindergartner was scrawled a message to me that pierced my heart and turned me around. It said, from Timothy to Dad, I still love you even when you're angry. (laughs) Timothy had written a love note to his dad and it changed the heart of his father. And today, you are that love note to a community with the intention of changing their hearts. Years ago, I've never told this story before, but years and years ago, before the church began, November of 2003, we launched February of 2004. In November of 2003, my family and a couple of other families that were involved in starting this church gathered at Hirsch Elementary to clean and support the school that was going to be the place where we launched the church from. We were doing it as a way of figuring out how to use the school building in order to conduct church services. But all of us, 10, 12 people, showed up at that school on a Sunday morning and started cleaning and supporting and figuring out chair locations and kind of setting up a design of how we were going to set up the church and how we were going to do kids' ministry in these two classrooms, how we were going to do things on a Sunday morning, what would we do in the parking lots. And in the midst of all that, I wasn't even thinking about it at the time, but in the midst of all that, we just started cleaning. Because, lo and behold, the the classrooms needed cleaning and teachers are so busy with kids, they never get time to do it. And in fact, it's not really their job but they do it anyways. Teachers would say amen to that. And the school district doesn't have the funds to pay for it. So we just, on a Sunday morning, without even knowing it, we launched the church with a service day. And I've never thought about it until the last few years when we've seen this church rally 
and continue to do what we've been trying to do for the beginnings from the beginning of this church almost 20 years ago. We have made our efforts to serve our community. Why? Because God told us, you will love the Lord your God with all your, and all your, and all your, and all your, and the second thing you'll do is you will love your, as your, so then when Jesus comes along, he says, you know, those are the two commands, that's what you're supposed to live by. He says, I want to start something new. The old covenant was, you have to perform and be perfect, and then you'll get into heaven. I'm going to give you a new covenant. I'm going to show you how the world will know that I love you and that you love me. Here's how you'll do it. You'll love your neighbor as yourself. And then John figured that out, and he wrote these words. These are on the screen. You don't have to look them up today. But he wrote these words in his letter in 1 John chapter 3. He said this. This is how we know what love really is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we should lay down our lives for our brothers. If anyone has material possessions and sees someone in need and has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in them? Dear children, so let's not love with words and speech, but with actions and in truth. Let's not love, say it with me, with words and speech, but with actions and in truth. 10, 12 people back in November of 2003 demonstrated love to the community as their first act as a church. Every year we continue to make this a priority in our church life and in our schedule to take a Sunday and practice what we preach all the time to love our neighbor as ourselves. And you all are here today because you love Jesus and you love your community, and we're going to show it today. Jesus said two things happen when we show our love. Number one, you will discover and behold how much Jesus loves you in his actions. Jesus Christ laid down his life for his friends. He didn't just talk love. He just didn't give you a letter, a letter in scripture form to say I love you. No, he laid down his life in action to show you his love. You are loved. Well, I don't think you fathom that. You are loved. There is nobody in all the universe that loves you more than Jesus. And he wants you to experience that love today. And the way you experience that love is not by receiving it, but by giving it. We practice this every Every week, on purpose. In fact, my granddaughter was just talking about this with us last night. She goes to churches trying to find a church in her hometown. And she goes, Papa, I just love our church does communion every week because it makes me remember Jesus all the time. We do. It's our practice here to do that. Because it's a reminder of how much you are loved. Behold the love of Jesus in his actions for you. said, this is my body, given for you. So every time you take this, you are loved. Every time you receive this, it's a sign of how much I love you. I laid down my body in your place on the cross so that your sins would be atoned for. That's how much Jesus loves you. So if you're ready, take it and eat.
behold, his love. And then he said, you no longer have to pay for your sins. I've already paid for them. So now I'm going to wash you free with my blood. I'm going to coat you with a new creation. I'm going to make you new body, new blood, new life, new eternity, new gifts, new blessings. You will be new and newer and newer for the rest of eternity. Hallelujah! That's awesome. And by the way, I'm ready for this old to go away and the new to come. I think by the end of today's work session, we'll all feel like we're ready for the old to go away and the new to come. Jesus said this is the sign of the new covenant. No longer following a law in order to be perfect so you can get into heaven. That's already paid for. No, I'm going to do something different. I'm going to let you become my love to the world. I'm going to ask you to be my love letter. And by giving you the blood of Jesus, he has sealed in us a new covenant that washes us clean, that makes us holy, that allows us to love our neighbor as ourselves. As you take this, receive his love and become his love to the world. So then John, I mean, John, just amazing what he experienced and wrote down later. He wrote the rest of that letter. Let's just not be written letters. Let's demonstrate love. Let's not look for how people love us. Let's be the ones that show what love is to others. In words and in action and in truth. And that's what we're doing today. We're empowering you to go love your neighbor. Now, <laughs> there's pastors in this town that have told me over the years, well, this is great, it's a good idea, but why are you doing it on a Sunday? You might impact your offerings. We never have, by the way. You, you might not, you may lose people at your church. We might, but if we lose people that just came to sit, that's probably not losing much. Think about it. Ouch. And there go three more people out the door, right there. Just kidding. Friends, you were not designed to receive love. You were designed to give love. In fact, it's not love until you give it. So today, when you take on these projects, realize you're not there to paint a classroom or an office at Boys and Girls Club or to pull mulch down at Veterans Park or to do things for Pregnancy Resource Center or to store clothes and gather uh, food supplies for Tracy and her faith or the other projects we're doing around here. That's not what you're doing. You're demonstrating Jesus' love and truth and action. There'll be a moment today while you're serving where it'll hit you that I'm not doing this for me. I'm really not even doing it for them. I'm doing it to show the world that Jesus loves them. I'm letting Jesus' love come through me. That's why we do this. You are a vessel of his love. So behold the love of Jesus in our actions. And maybe people see it, maybe they don't. They'll receive it. 
because they'll know we are Christians by our love one for another. Now, if you got the shirt on, you're, you're cool today. And if you don't have the shirt on, what's wrong with you? Never mind, I'm just kidding. There's more out there. But remember, you're not representing Journey with these shirts today. You're representing Jesus. And you're serving a community that needs to see love. Even ones that don't really want Christians to love them. But they still need to see Jesus' love. So that's what we're doing today. If you uh, have not done this, you can grab, I think I got one of these up here. Hang on one second. Yeah. Just today, we're not collecting offering. You could, what you can do is take an envelope if you like to give an offering to this church, support the church in some way, support this ministry. Everything done today is being paid for by you. This church is paying for everything that the shirts and the projects and the supplies and everything. You are, you are the source and the funds for that. So I want you to know when you give, this is part of why we give to Journey. Second thing is if you have a prayer request, praise. We're not trying to dismiss that today. We value and appreciate your prayers. We want your prayer requests, your praises. You can fill out a card, deposit these in the boxes on the way out the door. Feel free to do that before you leave. Outside, there are sign-up tables. You can sign up if you don't have a project. Some of them are full already, so check out there before you leave to make sure you have a project. Whether you serve for 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, it probably won't be any longer than that today. Find a place where you can serve even for a few minutes and love your community as Jesus loves you. You can grab shirts and a project outside. We have water bottles out there along with the coffee and water. We have water bottles for you to take. We have sunscreen out there for you to use. We don't want you to get like skin cancer on a service day, okay? So be wise and do what's, do what's wise. We have supplies for you. I've got a bunch of rakes. Jason's here with me for the Veterans Park Project where we're just pulling mulch. It's already been piled up out there out to mulch their entire back wall park in Veterans Park. It's going to be a massive amount of white shirts back there. If you don't have a project, that's one to go to. Otherwise, you can see the projects that are outside. Find one that you can do. Everybody serves today. And then this is what I need you to do for me. I need you to take a photo, a picture, Tag it on your social media, JCC Tracy. I think you can tag it, JCC Tracy. And that way we can collect them and Monsi can do a video of it so we can celebrate this next week, okay? You guys ready to serve? Let's stand and I will send you out with a prayer. By the way, there's one other just quick announcement while you're standing. This Thursday is the annual National Day of Prayer, near and dear to my heart, because we're told to pray for our leaders. So I'm asking you on your phones, on your calendars, to mark noon on Thursday as a moment to just stop whatever you're doing, wherever you're at. Well, don't like stop on the freeway, but stop somewhere. And I want you just to take five minutes at noon to pray for the leaders of Tracy, the leaders of our state, the leaders of our country, and for that matter, the leaders of our world, that they would know Jesus and listen to the word of God. That's what I'm asking you to do on Thursday with us. Any of you that want to, we can, you can join us downtown at City Hall. We're doing the exact same thing down there. 
Jesus, thank you so much for today. In a world that's all about gathering for what we can get, today we do what you've told us to do. We take our hands and our feet and serve and demonstrate love in the ways we give. So I pray today that you'd go before us, that you'd go with us, that your presence would be left behind us, and the world, especially in Tracy, would know that we love you and you love them. Bless us as we love and allow these projects to produce fruit for your kingdom. And thank you for every single person that's serving today. May you fill their hearts with incredible joy as we demonstrate your love to the world. We ask this in Jesus' name. And everybody said, Thank you for listening to the Journey Christian Church Podcast. If you would like to support us as we pursue God and love people one at a time, please consider a tax-deductible donation by visiting journeycc.net slash giving.